Previously on the lineage of Moonreach, we were tested by the moons from above, facing an unholy monster that brought about other monsters. We encountered a Mirlock in a new form who seems almost privy to making a deal with us to rid the universe of Benelok, but we'll see. Uh, things were looking pretty dicey. Pinwin dropped a couple times and I had to use my divine power to bring him back. But we made it through just by the hair on our beards. And when the combat finally concluded, a mysterious orb appeared, revealing none other than Gorbel's mother. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello. <laughs> I'm very distracted by your baby. Yeah. He screamed as the entry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I'm not Tomas and Lindsay's baby. I'm Tomas, and I made the baby in question. I'm Lindsay, and I'm not the baby, but I also made the baby in question. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. <laughs> That's right, each week. Also, I am not the baby in question, but I am the admirer of the baby. Each week we record for your listening pleasure, and I corral these dipshits into somehow <laughs> forming a story that uh, takes place in a homebrew world. We've had a wild day so far. We have had a wild day. We recorded uh, one episode, and right at the end we <laughs> had a tornado warning, and despite the fact that we are all tele communicating here for this for this recording, we are all in the same, like, 12-mile radius of each other. And, uh, yeah, the sirens went off here in our town. The sirens were, they actually had a man's voice that were like, get to a safe place and an inside wall. Do not step outside. So I immediately went outside. <laughs> an and, inside wall? Yeah. Like? Not like, like inside the wall. Get inside like, the wall. It's <laughs> the safest place for a tornado. This is not money. a tornado speaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a recording. <laughs> Don't run. We this are your friends. Definitely a sanctioned recording by your government <laughs> officials. Not a tornado. Not a tornado that has gained sentience and has <laughs> found a, a motto of vengeance against all humanity. <laughs> Somebody call Helen Hunt. <laughs> we got we got a scoop for you. We have a campfire question. So let's just hop right into it. Let's do an around the campfire question. Ah, okay. There we go. That's what I was waiting for. Um, so tonight's around the campfire question comes from one of our patrons, Travocalypse. And what he asked was, if you could have any kind of pet, no questions asked, what kind of pet would you want and why? So think about this for a sec, and then we're going to go to Pinwin. Well, 
It'd be really, really cool if I could have a dragon as a pet or a glider. I really love gliders. They're really fun. And remember that one time where I got to ride on one very briefly and come in because the fae people? That was really cool. But I want them to be around more. But they generally just won't. I've tried talking to them growing up, and I keep thinking that maybe one day they'll stay, but they don't stay. Gorble. Ooh, I'm not much of a pet person. I can't have anything that's going to take up too much of my time. When Jennifer dies, are we going to eat her? No. no. Okay. That would be very old chicken. Why? <laughs> would be good. You just cook it. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Maybe, maybe I would be okay with like a beta. No, then I'd have to be home to feed the beta fish. It would be a whole mm. thing. Um, hire someone. Hire a beta feeder. I'll go back to my hole. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pinwin, that is that is a good suggestion. <laughs> but I, I've never even had a fish. I just don't know. And now with the shit going on with my mom, if I got a fish, then it would it could just be weird. Um, <laughs> Which fish are you talking to? I'm going to say... A, oh, shit. I know chickens are birds. <laughs> but I think a bird would be my my best pet. What kind of bird? What's it to you? Giant eagle. <laughs> no, that would get confusing. <laughs> Is this me? Is it me? <laughs> this thing I'm looking at? <laughs> um, probably a small bird that I could just like tuck away. I uh, I want I want like a pigeon. <laughs> no, what I a want like stupid a, pet. A raven. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Maybe a raven. Raven's better. What's wrong with pigeons? Now I want a pigeon. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Fuck you, Tomar. I'm getting a pigeon. Fine. And you know, the reason I probably don't have pets is because your fucking parents never let us have pets. Well, dad let Rast have that boar, which is what I was going to say. Uh, Rast, you Yeah, I think that ruined it for all of us. Well, it was Which cool. is why I never got to have a pigeon. <laughs> Rass had a big ass boar called Hampton, and he used to ride him uh, in, in tournaments uh, up in the Blue Valley. Like he le- he left when we were still really young to start a career, like as a fighter, and he made himself known in the the arenas riding Hampton. And Hampton was this huge boar that could like run through anything, uh, and I I always wanted a boar like that. Willem. If you could choose any kind of pet, what would you choose and why? I'd have to go with a displacer beast. Okay. Uh, I just, I like cat-like animals. And I think they would make a really great companion for, like, hunting and with my stealthy stealths. Very nice. I like it. All right, so (laughs) when we last left off... You guys had just defeated this creature of indeterminate origin. And then an orb appeared with the face of Gorbel's mother inside of it, swirling around. It does not say anything. It just floats there. Can you poke the orb? What did we do? I don't know. I'm, I'm very stunned at the moment. Is the orb pokeable? How big is it? 
The orb is like the size of a cabbage. <laughs> it's right. or maybe oh, closer so to like a size okay. of a basketball. Okay, I thought I was, it was picturing a big ass sword on it. Yeah, me too. Okay, this changes things. I kick it, mom. Nothing happens. Does it even like? It doesn't. React? It doesn't seem like it even realizes that you're there. Is it? Oh, it's not even looking at us. No. It's or just maybe. a static image of a face. Can I reach out and touch it? You are certainly able to reach try. Out reach out and touch, touch face. Fish. <laughs> oh, face. <laughs> That's better. Both Give of her them a work. boon. Give her a boon. I'm not going to do Give that. Give me a it boon. Was a good... Reach Give out and touch fish. <laughs> Take a boon. Fuck. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking Depeche Mode. Come on. Bo face at least sounded like faith. <laughs> <laughs> but fish was content. Gotta have face. Face, face. Anyway, you uh, oh. are you gonna reach out and touch fish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to slowly approach and and reach towards it. If it feels hot as I'm reaching towards, I'm not going to touch it. It doesn't feel hot. Does it feel cold? It doesn't feel. It feels room temperature. It doesn't feel dangerous. Do we have way? to pause? I was gonna say, Lindsay, I, don't, I can't read your lips for anything. Did you add the five points? Chance? Yes. Wait. Oh. Mm. No, you did not. No. Okay. Cool. Just checking. I have okay. I have eleven points and two points. It feels room temperature to the touch. All right, I pick it up. The minute you put your hands on the orb, it <laughs> disperses. But that blue light—you killed her! <laughs> Flits up. Circles around and sh shoots right toward Miraluk and <gasps> goes right to his chest. What? Oh, shit. What? Miraluk, we're going to need that stone. He looks at you guys. Well, right, uh, I'm inclined to let Bodega! you Shit. <laughs> 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 I'm inclined to let you do that, but... Uh, this might be my security to get out of here. So why don't we all get out of here and I will give you this stone. I don't want to, you to leave me behind. I don't know if I even trust you to do that. You. That is fair. I, I have done some shady shit. In right? that battle? No. You didn't do shit in that battle. Uh, <laughs> I, I did some things in that battle. What are you talking about? What the fuck, fighting the... Fighting the smaller ones? That didn't do anything. I allowed you to take care of the big bad. I have a proposition. Willem. What? You can come with us, but we just take the sword. Uh, that's not gonna work. You obviously don't understand. Are you going to enlighten me? Yep. Well, uh, I... I'm the sword. You can't take the sword. I am the sword. We've carried you as the sword on our own before, and we can do it again. We just you've you in only we done it. You've only done it as a a vessel. You had to allow that chicken to manhandle me. How would you like something a bit more permanent? I don't know what you mean. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> we you have, mean like a hot bod? <laughs> we have. We have some constructs being built in Wolves Rest. 
Why would I want a construct? I already was in a construct and I abandoned it. Because these aren't your normal constructs. They're powered by soul energy from the Beldorak. How does this change things for me? It's a permanent vessel, and it won't be destroyed like these fleshy ones you keep You're literally into. rotting. Well, may- perhaps you thought about the fact that maybe I like rotting, love. Can you smell? I mean, that's fair. Like, the other alternative... Can you smell with your nose? The other alternative, we're not here to do nice negotiations with you and to parlay. You have something that belongs to Gorbel, and if you don't hand it over, we're going to destroy you. I think you'll find it a bit harder than that. But I understand your tone. You're angry. You've got something that you perceive belonging to you that I currently have in my position. Also, you fucked us over before. I did fuck you over before, but that was all for the greater good, Gorbel. Your greater good. My greater good, but it is, it is the greater good of everything. I am seeking to destroy my brother. So are we. Insight Exactly. Check. Insight check? Okay. Yeah, I feel... Also. Yeah, I don't trust I'm coming man, from a... Okay, so I'm coming from a place where I feel like he couldn't have gotten out of here if not for us. And he's, like, lying... So he can get an easy ride or something. Um, 22. 29. 19. 12. Okay. Uh, you sense there is some urgency to what he says, as if, as if he is telling you most of the truth, but there is definitely, there's something behind it that he's kind of afraid of. And you could probably surmise he's afraid of being left here in this plane. I feel like we could get out of here on our own. Yes, but what about the stone? You'll have to take me with you if you want to the stone. We don't even know what the stone does, so... I think to Tomar, is there a way to tether him to us, not necessarily just a plane, so that when we do leave here, he can't just fuck off to another plane? I mean, we can tether him to just this plane for a day. Yeah, but but we want to be able to have leverage in the negotiations and leave this place as, as like an act of good faith, but still like be able to tilt the scales in our favor a little bit. Honestly, I feel like Gorbel could just lie and convince him that we don't even need the stone and can just leave without him. I'm and that sorry, might be wait. enough. Hold on. I'm so confused right now. What was the point of us fighting that, that beast, to that creature? To prove our worth to the moon people. And at that moment, you guys are suddenly shot back up into that platform that you were on before that seemed to be made out of moonlight in front of the three thrones of the moon gods. Is Miraluk with us? He is. Ah. Erulan regards you all and looks name the thing that you wish for defeating that 
beast. I don't remember there being a wish in this scenario. I don't either. Well, he they clearly said that if you defeat this thing, that they'll give you something that you want. I can't remember our question. Was it was it a wish for each of us? They didn't specify. Oh shit! What's it's our probably wish? probably one collective wish. Can you specify all the stones <laughs> and winning the campaign? <laughs> Done. Game over, guys. You guys got it. We did it, Seth. You said it. We chose the wrong thing. I we just did delete it. everything. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, sorry. Do, do we wish for like Benelok's head on a platter? We could ask for them to kill Calcifer. I don't. I don't know what the limitations are, though. I feel like it might be more. It might be more worthy to kill the master or the great adversary. True. Or to take us to where we could do that. Will they do that though, for us? I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a big ask. I mean, we're looking at the gods of the planet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't want to get like greedy with them. I feel like I'm. But I mean, them. like if you're gonna if you're gonna get one wish from gods, don't oh, you go big no, or go a, home? It's okay. I'm fine. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll just maybe, take I'll just take the sandwich and go. Maybe, maybe just a water. <laughs> maybe just a water. You don't have to give me anything. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just let by gods be by gods. <laughs> I like it. Uh, All what? right. Well, should we just ask them to to kill the master? What is Mirlock doing? Uh, he is standing behind you guys, a little bit bewildered. He doesn't seem to understand what's going on. I mean, I think even he could get behind that one. <laughs> Where in? Uh, position like in where is he he's standing slightly behind you guys oh he's behind us okay Mm -hmm. okay never mind you could do an acrobatics check and flip over him i was literally going to turn invisible and try and pickpocket the stone off him (laughs) (laughs) i mean is he distracted um i mean i'm gonna do an investigation check i mean you wouldn't even have to he does definitely seem distracted I'm going to cast Invisibility. Okay. And while you guys are discussing with each other and with the gods, I'm going to sneak behind him and try and pickpocket the stone out from his fucking chesticle. You're going to commit (laughs) petty theft in front of God. (laughs) Have you met Willem? I'm going to (laughs) turn towards Erolon and I'm going to say, what are the parameters of this wish? He tilts his head. I do not understand your question. Ask your wish, mortal, and it shall be. Oh, shit. And, uh, Willem, you turn invisible. Uh, give me a sneak at an advantage, but then you're going to need a sleight of hand. Perfect. All right, I think we need to consider this could be comparable to the wish spell, in which case our wording for the wish 
would be very, very important and could result in very negative repercussions if we fuck it up. That is a 34. Okay, so you succeed in being sneaky. You get right up next to Mirror Luck without him noticing. Okay. Slide of hand? Slide of hand. I regret not casting guidance on you. (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't have known. Have you I mean, used I did know. the have loose, you used that bardic inspiration yet? That's yeah, true. I used it right oh. away. Okay. Did you get a natural twenty? Watch, I'm going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, but yeah, this do it. This fucking thing. Look at this shit. So it's can can you see? Can't that? see yep. it. Yeah. Can't yep. see it. I know the symbol. Not there. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what does that make it? Thirty-seven. Okay. Fuck. So. So, Willem, you very carefully are able to reach in. You see, like, a, a little, like, balloon of air, like, kind of, that kind of parts his shirt a little bit, and you slip your hand right in there, and without even touching him, are able to reach inside his inside pocket and slide the stone around underneath his notice and then back over his right shoulder. Damn. And you have the stone. Um... Gorbel, what if we just went wicked hard and we're just like, we wish that there were no Archfey? Are they all bad? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So Willem chiming in here with the, I don't know about (laughs) genocide. (laughs) I mean, that seems, that seems extreme. Um, What do we know about Archfey? What do we know about Archfey, Seth? Isn't Dragon Archfey? No, he's a fae. Or is he just a fae? Yeah. He's a fae. Uh, so you know, what you know about the Archfey, the Archfey that you've met would be primarily what you know. You know that the three of them have kind of kept the planes in balance, but without them, the planes would just be destroyed. So that would probably be a very bad idea. Maybe. That's what you've been told anyway. That like Who told us that? You learned that from I can't remember, but you learned that with. Were they credible? I were they archfey in the last like ten episodes? Sounds like something an archfey would say. (laughs) (laughs) If 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 you guys are going to take notes, die. (laughs) I just (laughs) the Rona. Um, Oh no! (laughs) Sorry. I hate it. Um, But yeah, you know that you've been told that the. If the Archfey do not exist in some capacity, they the the planes will be destroyed. There's like a disbalance, uh, or it like becomes unbalanced, right? And shit gets fucked up. Why is it yeah. inherently imbalanced though already? Because they were they've been around fight. since for a very long time. Yeah, we well you talked about that. Yeah, when you trapped him in our plane, uh, when we were trying to. When what's his face was doing the uh, the vigil or whatever, Uthor, Uthor the Undying was doing yeah. the vigil, yeah, yeah. And he talked about how there was like a balance, and if you killed all of them, yeah, it would fuck everything up. Yeah, there's always got to be somebody at the start in the Starlight Plane, and to kill all of the Archfey would definitely unravel some things. Okay, so we is won't it a do Davy Jones one. situation? Like, if you kill him, do you become an Archfey? <laughs> You Do we know. know for sure that Benelok is still trapped in the Starly Plane? You mean Olafeist? Yes. <laughs> uh, you, uh, I mean, last wouldn't, you knew, Varolas said that he was still there. Wouldn't he have to be? Because doesn't one of them have to be there? 
That would be the implication. What if we? I, I thought they actually said that. What kind if we, of. I thought we just wish, actually said that. We just wish for. Uh, I don't know. We wish for. One we of. Wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, insert Archfey's name. Their brothers destroy their brothers. Like be that wish, and then the last one is the last one. Uh, Miraluk destroys Olafist and Benelok and is trapped in the Starlight Plane? The problem with it being Miraluk is that he's not in the Starlight Plane and we'd have to send him there by some means and trap him there. Well, can't that be part of the wish? I guess. I don't know. How do we word it? <laughs> I wish X, Y, and Z. <laughs> Wait, who do we want to kill who? We want Miraluk to defeat slash kill Benelok and Olafist and then become trapped in the Starlight Plane. Assuming. I feel bad, because he did kind of help us out. I don't How? know. I haven't, I haven't had he a didn't lot do, of He didn't do anything for us. <laughs> he's an he is a smooth as far as, Will, as far as Willem knows, he's just some dude that showed up. <laughs> so, we trying to, when we first met him, weren't we trying to carry a bunch of shit and he wasn't helping at all? I rescued him Maybe. from getting his ass beat on the side of the road, and then he turned around and <laughs> stole our construct and ran off. Um, oh. But, and he all, we also got in a fight with him, like, atop Roundfoot Town. and uh, He almost killed a herstag. Yeah. Mm. Um, Don't that. Didn't know that. <laughs> in the, in the, the most, like, pathetic <laughs> fight of all time. <laughs> Herstag versus the fucking gnome, <laughs> the gnome version of Miraluk. Yeah, they couldn't. They could barely hit each yeah. other. He was like, like they're having like him. the yeah, they're having like the pineapple <laughs> express fight, and then on the other side <laughs> of the battlefield, like Garble is dying. Garble, yeah, Garble and Lila are having an actual fight. But yeah, he has Roadhouse over there. He has been kind of nice occasionally, which implies that. We let him be the one that doesn't get destroyed. I mean, we're just banishing him to the place where he is supposed to be. Like, he's not supposed to be here. He's not supposed to be sowing chaos in the material plane. Or do we want to ask them to kill the great adversary? If Benelok <laughs> and Olafeist are not in play anymore, then there's nothing really stopping us from going to those places and stopping what is going on, the rituals. Because <sighs> the demon or whatever it is isn't out yet. There was still six months according to Calcifer. But it we'll, we'll say we'll say six moons. We'll call it that. That's easier. Six moons. <laughs> is Lindsay giggling? How somewhere? many maples? <laughs> What? Whole bunch of maples. <laughs> Whole mess of maples. Like 16 maples from now. 24 maples. Maple after next. <laughs> <laughs> How do we word this, guys? I'm not the word guy. Is that what we're going with? We we want... we. Okay, so I'm making my way back to the line of my friends as well. Uh... And I become visible again. Whoa. And I think to them, I tell them, guys, I just lifted the stone off of Miraluk. 
Oh my god, tell everybody about it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What if it... What if there's other ways we can solve this? They said there were what other ways. Like, what if we went back in time or something and stopped whatever happening from happening that caused the stuff that happened? Like, what? What, what so if we wished for them to transport us to the the parallel universe where evil us destroyed Aro's village and killed evil us? Is that even a possibility? Is that something that we could do? We don't know what they're capable of. That's true. But this all started well before us. They all have BFGs. But we were... I mean, we were basically created to do this. Like, our parents set us up for this. We could go back and talk to our parents about about this. What I'm so curious to know what brought them together and made them decide that we should be the people handling this. That was so stupid on their parts. We could definitely <laughs> talk to them... We could visit them, like, see if they could open a rift in time and visit them before they even threw the stuff inside the well and they had find to out have known why. something. They definitely knew something. And we weren't able to talk to your mom's face. <laughs> um, Did we ever figure out what the fuck they threw down the well? No. No. That's why we came here in the first place. What if we... Yeah, what if we asked them to take us to that exact moment in time, like before they, like they're on their way to the cave. And, and then like, we just meet them at the well? Yeah, and we're like, hey, what's up? It's us, <laughs> but big. And we, back to the future too, this shit. I love it for the, the <laughs> role-playing implications. I do too. Like, like, they're not expecting us to just be there. And then right. they're going to be like, who are you? They're all we're solemn like, and shit. Yeah. And we're like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> I like it. We don't even have kids. This is out of character. We don't even have kids, but I like would love the idea of like some adult coming to me and being like, I'm your kid. You have me in a few years. Anyway, I'm from the future and I'm back. And <laughs> yeah. here's what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. I would trust that person. <laughs> well, I mean, Tomas has kids. Yeah. And it'd be cool. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody else have a password if in case they meet themselves, someone claiming to be themselves from the future or yes. a different timeline? Yes? Yes. Good. I think everyone should because you never know. Yep. I mean, it's not the most productive idea because we could try and kill some of the Archfey, but... um. It's, but, but we like don't, you we said, don't want gods doing our dirty work. And like you said, we don't know what consequences that would have. Honestly, I feel like I feel like potentially if we had the gods kill one of our powerful enemies, it could throw something off in this timeline. I do feel like we are supposed to be the ones who defeat these things. Yeah, well, and I mean, who's to say that they aren't benevolent and we could possibly 
possibly be wasting a wish of like malevolence that's true. on these creatures. They just be like, mean, "Oh, you're not worthy <laughs> of this shit." That's true. Ew, we weren't. We didn't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Katie's been on the other line this whole time. <laughs> we three-way called you, Justin, you idiot. Well, if we're <laughs> if we're in agreement, then we then we have to ask them. But we also should make sure that we don't. We should consult with Pinwin. We should make sure that we don't include Miralak in the travels, so he oh, stays no here. Oh no, shit! He is not. Oh yeah, no, he cannot come with us. That that has potential to fuck things. Beyond, oh yeah, recognition. So we all want to go back, just not him. All right, Mika, explain what we talked about to Pinwin. Okay, here's the plan. Oh, <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. I must have been spacing out. You need to pay attention, Pinwin. My God, uh, I didn't miss anything important, did I? Uh, only our master plan. Okay, to ask okay. the gods. All right. Well, do tell. We get another okay. wish? Yes. So, oh. I mean, we have one wish. So, we think it could be good for us to ask them to send us back to the cave the day our parents all met up there to throw that shit down the well. Because they... Like we were raised to do this. That's true. So they have some info that we need. Mm-hmm. But we have to make it clear to the gods that we do not want Miraluk coming back with us. Yeah. Then how do we come back back? We don't need to come back here because the stone, uh, Willem nabbed it. But as far as time-wise, how do we get back? When did he nab the stone? We're thinking this, right? <laughs> oh, yes. man. Yeah, can we talk oh, yeah. about this? This is like we, one of the coolest things I've ever fucking done in D&D, and it yeah. was just sort of like, done. Oh, and I missed it. Um, yeah, how we get back from time, that's the tricky thing. I have an idea for getting back. Okay. What? Mandoran. He's alive yeah. then. He's alive yeah, then. Fuck yeah. Oh, shit, okay. he's alive then. <laughs> he can totally to send Dad. us back. Yes. How are we going to find yes! him? <laughs> He's from Moonreach. He was literally there the whole time. Yeah, he should be there, yeah. He might even be in the group of people. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Why if not, is we're about to extend the fuck out of this campaign. Yeah, yeah we, shit sets pants. We just go into the, <laughs> the present and we're all like 20 years older and shit. <laughs> Why was Mandorin talking to Miraluk? We well, we can ask him. That. What? That's that was true. weird. Mandorin was seems up. to be like from all time and space. Mandorin was talking what? to Mirla? Like if we go to yeah. the past. Yeah. And to think he was just a janitor. If we go to the past. <laughs> <laughs> Man, buddy, you really have, you know, done well for yourself since those times. <laughs> if we go to the past, he might be even expecting us. Yeah, man. You guys were like, Pinwin, no, why are you talking to this janitor? It's like, he's so janitory. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if. That sounds like us. <laughs> I wonder if Seth even thought this was a thing that we might do. Probably. He predicts what I'm going to do all the time. This is a big curveball. <laughs> this is a big curveball. All right, well, who's going to say? All my Seth, Seth, we're about to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're not asking them for a way back? 
No, they might not what? even they might not even be able to send us back in time. We don't know. Wait, but, yeah. they're gods. But well, I mean, if they were gods, if they could do everything, then they wouldn't need us to save everything. That's true. Well, they I could, don't think they need us. I think they just don't give a shit. That's what it kind of feels like. Who's asking? I'll ask. I will. Oh, okay. Oh no, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I, I already had. I already had my moment. I'm. I'm still riding the wave. I'm still riding the wave. That's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever done in D and D. Just fucking whoop, ship a doop. Yeah, and the fact that I created on it just made it so. Many that was. Mm. Yeah, that was really good. Oh my god. I'm. Yeah. And I, you got your Indian food to get, today. Dude, for real. Like I'm. I'm riding a natural fucking high right now. Survived a tornado. Everything's alcohol. coming up, Millhouse over there. Millhouse. <laughs> All right. Don't fuck this up, Gorbel. I'm trying. Okay, well, think. <laughs> I'm. I'm trying not to. I mean, <laughs> if there's anything I need to know, please, please think it to me. All right, we uh, need to. All right. We need to we go need to, to the past, to the point in the cave where our family members were throwing things in when we were just babies. Um, okay. Yes. 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 And we need to go there without mirror luck. I don't know how to phrase okay. that. Me neither. He's but not with us. I'm going to try. <laughs> he doesn't go here. Everyone <laughs> under a certain age. I'm going to give her guidance just in case. Okay. Hell yeah. Thank you. Okay, I, I approach the gods. <laughs> yes. We've decided on, on our wish. All right, let's hear it. Would you be willing to send the four of us, Willem, Pinwin, Tomar, and myself, back to the cave outside of Moonreach on the day when our parents threw a mystery bag down the well? You're speaking, of course, of the vision that you received? Yes. That time? Yes, but we also don't want Mirlock to go. He looks over at Mirlock, <laughs> and Mirlock's <laughs> like, still just like, whoa. <laughs> like, looking around. We feel like we need to speak with our parents so we can have a better understanding of how to, how to succeed and how, how to defeat the great adversary. <clears throat> they, the two nod to Erlon and he regards all of you. It can be done. Woo! But Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pinwin, ow! <laughs> Bye, bitches! Um, but our power is limited when it comes to natures of messing with the timelines. We can send you back, but only for a few hours. Oh. Where will we oh, end they're up? They're gonna yo-yo us. Okay. <laughs> Good motherfucking zoom height. Awesome. Thank you. If you are amenable to this, we will send you. But do know that if you do not take this other, he will get his own wish. Oh, fuck. Ooh, that's not good. He didn't even help in the fight, though. He doesn't say anything. Okay. 
Shit. Are we taking <laughs> him or? We. Uh, I almost feel like it's more dangerous to take him. Because he would definitely try and run amok in yeah. the past. Hopefully, right. he just wish to kill his brother. Also, well, okay, even if he wishes that, they just said their powers are limited. And I know they meant it with t- the timeline thing, but I'm curious what else they're limited in. Yeah. Maybe he'll just wish like for a bunch of booze or something. No, <laughs> not likely. <laughs> not likely. No penguin. When we met him, it was like that. <laughs> Pat on the head. No penguin. <laughs> I am torn. I thought you were Tomar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is like, maybe we just destroy him now. Oh, that's mean. And get it out of the way. <laughs> but then the other two are such jerks. But he can wish alive? for whatever. What is it? Like, what if he... Ah, he could do... Okay, well, think about his desires right now. Do we think they're... Bad? Yes. I, I mean... <laughs> Malevolent? Are they, yes. His intentions probably are more focused on other things besides us. Well, yeah. But he could be so, like... He could wish for anything that could put him in a better position to do the bad shit that he wants to do. Well, some of the bad shit he wants to do is the bad shit we want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. The bad shit that we both want to do is good shit. <laughs> but if we just asked him? He wants to do other shit that's bad, though. Tell I say we just let him make his wish. Tell us about his form again. It's a human form, shorter than average, um... This is a short human with uh, long gray hair and a big tangled beard. Looks like an older guy. Definitely a little bit on the fresh side. It recently expired. Mm. What if one of us took the sword and then took the sword with us? Back to back Willem in time. sneaks the sword too. We'd be temporarily <laughs> possessed, but then we might be able to stop us that way. We've done it before. Ah, uh, well, right. okay. He doesn't have the stone right now, so he's not going to be able to get out of this place unless he wishes. For he it. wishes it, right? But then he'll be, <laughs> but then he'll just be out of this place, and he doesn't we're even, back to basically where we started. He doesn't even seem to know what the stone does. He just happens to have it. He can well, literally wish not for more. He can literally wish for <laughs> anything. That doesn't mean he's going to get anything, though. Put him in the bounty. True, but we don't know what limit there is. Like, is <laughs> does it cap off at world domination or just before? <laughs> I don't even know how much he wants to dominate the world. I, I was using it as a. Right. I know. Of measurement. Yeah, yeah. That he was the weird one in that he was doing his own thing and he never mentioned like conquering anything. But I, mean, I don't he think just said that he wanted wants to, to Rome. Like I said, just using it as a unit of measurement for wish fulfilled them. <laughs> I feel like he's already going to be pissed off that we didn't invite him. <laughs> I seriously doubt that. He's going to be disappointed. In the past, when we encountered the sword and it touched us, did we have to make a save to resist it? You did. 
Can you tell us what save it was? Mm-hmm. It was a, a charisma wise. save. Charisma Ooh. save. I think right. I'm going for it. Hold on. I'm going for it. Hold on, hold on. You're trying to steal the sword? Fuck it. Mm. Hold on. Um, I'm all in. I will cast Holy Aura. Okay. Divine light washes out from you and coalesces in a soft radiance in the 30-foot radius around you. Creatures of your choice in that radius, when you cast a spell, shed dim light in a 5-foot radius and have advantage on all saving throws, and other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against them until the spell ends. In addition, when a fiend or an undead hits an affected creature with a melee attack, the aura flashes with brilliant light. The attacker must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be blinded until the spell ends. And that's concentration up to a minute. So you have advantage on your charisma save. I can give you guidance. And who, who, okay, let me ask this. Who's the most charismatic? All three Pinwin of you. Gor- between Pinwin and Gorble. Both of them. They both have um. 20. I mean, they both are quite charismatic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, which of the two of you are more stealthy? Me, probably. Probably. But Gorbel's better with a sword, so if he took over Gorbel, he would probably wield be wielded better in Gorbel's hands against us. Well. So I'm not thinking yeah, Penwin, about Penwin who's just going has... to wield it, but who's going to be able to pull this off. Well, well if I okay. cast invisibility for them to sneak over to Men, uh, Miraluk and then do the uh, charisma save. At this point, Pinwin is kind of at, in the middle of the Venn diagram. I could go invisible, sneak, and steal, but I don't have a lot of charisma mm-hmm. for the save. Whereas oh, well, then you shouldn't like, do it. It sounds like Pinwin might actually be the better candidate. Information okay. that needs to be known is that Whoever grabs a sword and fails the re- the resistance uh, gets possessed. M- yeah, Miraluk takes them over. Right. But I think they're oh. al- they're also oh. limited to the vessel in which they're in. So. Yeah. So we do that. He's going to notice. He is the sword, so he will notice that he is being taken from his. Host, right, but not before it's too late. And then at but, that point, all we have to worry about is saving against the possession. Well, it's also no because then we still have to have the gods send us there. If we wish for them to send us without him, he's still not going to come. The sword well, will stay. The sword won't be able to do anything if it if it doesn't resist the save. I mean, if right, but the the gods aren't stupid. They know that he is the sword. I, I think they like, know what he is. I feel like you're putting is. an evil genie spin on this for no reason. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think the sword will be able to go. We can just amend our wish. Like, the, they haven't done it yet. The sword. Well, why don't we just take him with? Like <laughs> The sword can't speak out loud. It can't wish for be- something. Yeah, because what I'm saying is, like, if we take him as the sword, then he doesn't have... He's just have, a sword, then. He's just a uh, sword. Right. He doesn't have the agency to try and, and presumably, fuck around. Presumably, after That's that, the they would point. ask the the mindless husk body... For our wish, instead, <laughs> I feel yeah. I don't I feel like that's underestimating them. 
I, I feel like it's kind of risky to go steal a man <laughs> right in front of the gods. I think it's more risky to leave him here to his own devices. Absolutely. Oh. And and to take him with us as a free agent. The only the only the only other option I see is destroying him here. It's not this is, But this is not but good. but my butt. He would also be constrained to the three hours. So if we could keep him with us for three hours without letting him go, How then... How does it take you to cast that, uh, like, plain chain Forbiddance? Spell? Yeah. I also have a modify memory spell, which I've, which I've never used, but... Oh, it's long. You attempt to reshape another creature's memories. One creature that you can see must make a wisdom saving throw. If you're fighting the creature, blah, blah, blah. Um, on a failed save, the target becomes charmed by you for the duration. The charmed target is incapacitated and unaware of its surroundings, so it can still hear you. If it takes any damage or is targeted by another spell, the spell ends, and then the target's memories are modified. While it lasts, you can affect the, affect the target's memory of an event that it experienced within the last 24 hours, and that lasted no more than 10 minutes. You can permanently eliminate all memory of the event, allow the target to recall the event with perfect clarity, change its memory of the details of the event, or create a memory of some other event. But I think if I do it at higher levels, I can alter the target's memory of an event that took place up to seven days ago, 30 days ago, one year ago, or any time in the creature's path. Wow, any time? Yeah, I thought about using that for like some other people, but it hasn't really seemed like... Holy Hopefully shit! Yet. What if that's been done on us? <laughs> <laughs> We're just constantly getting forget me now. We could yep. literally make him forget he's an archway. Could we? Yeah. Ninth level. Do I have ninth level spells? No. Fuck. Yes, <laughs> no. you do, don't you? Eighth level. How do you not have a ninth level spell? I'm multi-class. Oh. That sucks. Otherwise. But I could for up to one year ago. That's good. If he didn't know he was an archfeyer. <laughs> I mean, what happened within a year? I don't know. Nothing with you guys. But it was saying ten minutes. What was the ten minutes? Casting time. Um. Forbiddance also takes ten minutes, but it it like it only prevents prevents like teleportation like plane shifting and stuff. I thought it was saying So he could literally run out of the 10 he could run out of the unless there was some way we can hold him in place for that long. We only need to hold him in place for three hours or we can just tie him up and bring him with us. It says he's incapacitated and charmed though at the beginning of it so if we could potentially erase him ever meeting the we could erase right now. Chammed. There you go. And then just have him like Super confused and following, or like if we can knock him out and put him in my bag or something. Either we can we can make him forget meeting the gods. We can make him forget ever taking the gem. Yeah, we could j technically. Yeah, I we're mean, going we to Moonreach, and he was in yeah. Moonreach before he went to the gods. Yeah, we we could just make him forget like the last ten minutes. <laughs> He's just stuck in the past, like <laughs> just for three hours. He'll just be <laughs> well, yeah, and and we'd be like, yeah, dude, you told us that you were going to help us kill Benelok. We could just then... convince him it's regular time. Yeah. And not even that it's the past. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot. I'm in. Okay. Bodega. <laughs> B-dags. All right. So <laughs> Bodags. <laughs> so you're casting Modify Memory. He can just forget this whole last wish part. Okay, cool. And come with us. Then I don't. And then we just modify the wish and take him with us. Yeah, I would cast it at the highest level possible because he's an archfey. Oh, I will go ahead and cast modify memory on him. And what is the save? The save is wisdom nineteen. Got a natural one. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So do you have to to say? Do you have to like flashy thing him basically and explain (laughs) what happened? Huh? Yes. Yeah, so what? So Pinwin, what are you going to tell him, or what? What is about to happen to him? So, to cast it, I'll take out my loot and mm-hmm. I'll just do a quick strum, and <laughs> it's going to just flash out this super bright light at him, <laughs> and then I imagine it being like Men in Black, <laughs> where <laughs> he he's just like, until yeah. somebody like says something to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gorbel, modify the wish and have him come too. Okay. We've changed our minds. We're taking him with us. He would like to come. And then I tell him exactly what we talked about, that he's going to help us, and he agreed to it, and we're going to Moonreach. His expression kind of droops, and he's kind of still dazed, and Erulan looks over. B, and then <laughs> you guys disappear from that spot, and you feel yourselves tumbling through time. Woo! Holy shit! Oh, there's like clo- yeah, <laughs> there's clocks and shit like flying by. Payphones, Timex, phone boots. You guys end up landing in a darkened room. In front of a well, and there are several figures standing in front of it that you recognize very well. Gorm, Iron Fist, Daddy, (laughs) Violet, Wilkins, Zara, Ice Tower, and Harkin, Blackheart. (laughs) They're standing in front of you. They don't seem to have noticed your presence. Even though I'm glowing and shit? Well, you guys are behind them in the room. Halt! <coughs> they all turn and look over, and they all go for their weapons. Gorm fucking, like, rips his weapon out. Is it Steel Violet Song? Just, Does he have Steel Song? He has Steel Song. Wow! Oh, Whoa! What a weird fucking timey-wimey. Oh, shit. My weapon's made out of Steel Song. Dude, what if you dual-wield Steel Song and long beard? <laughs> oh, man, that... Um, they all out. go for their weapons and draw them. Who are you? Gorm, calm down. He looks at you, Gorble. Gorble. Who, who, who are you? How do you know my name? Remember, we you... were babies. This is when we're babies. I know. Okay, shit, he barely knows me. Fuck, he doesn't even know that he's going to raise me. Oh my god. <laughs> I am Tomar Iron Fist. <sighs> Who is Tomar Ironfist? That is my son. Zara. She looks over. I'm Gorble. 
She's like staring uncomprehendingly. Future Gorble. Violet I'm... Wilkins pulls her bow and like pulls an arrow and knocks it. You're and... Smoochie's mother. Yeah, everybody knows I'm Smoochie's mother. What's the fucking point? I'm gonna fucking fill you with arrows unless you stop making sense. Father, we you have... named me after the last king of the dwarves. Harkin, I know your real name is Mandoran. He like looks around. <laughs> what? You you see this like uh, mustachioed, like dark-haired gentleman, slim, very like very soldiery-looking, handsome guy, and he like looks around. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's used- obviously lying. <laughs> <laughs> you used to sing songs to my mom before we moved to Moonreach, but now now you don't sing them as much anymore. Go. Gorm is, yeah. Gorm is like looking at all of you. At, they are all like looking at you very carefully. Gorm kind of steps forward and kind of puts his arm out as if to indicate to Violet to drop her weapon. You better start making sense. <laughs> this is the one cool line they know. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. It already does. But. We were sent here by the gods of the moon. That moons. sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, it does. It does sound crazy. I agree. Um, we were we asked to be sent here because we know what you're about to do, and we want to know why you're doing it. Gorm like looks at everyone, and they're just very confused, looking. Speak the word of the dwarves of our family. What is he talking about? (laughs) If you were my son, you'd know our family's words. Is it milk? (laughs) 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 Jesus. Lindsay, you can have a boon. (laughs) Because that was the (laughs) the most bizarre answer. It Uh, made sense. (laughs) What? Because they're, oh like they're a milky clan. Because you know? <laughs> Tomar what? loves milk. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. <clears throat> if you want me to believe you, you're going to have to prove it. Um, not totally sure what he's talking about. I'm going to say by hammer and anvil, by fire and forge, from Agamemnon's ashes, a deity born. For home and hearth, the might of the dwarves thrives by the light of the Allfather's forge. He looks you up and down. If you're from the future, what happens to me? You die. But. (laughs) I can't die. You definitely die. But I help. You help. Bring my friend's spirit to the Hall of Champions. Wirecrag is lost, was lost in my time, but we made it back to the Beldarak and we we pierced the heart of the Nin Karag, and the Hall of Champions was restored. He he continues. He this weapon, con- <laughs> this <laughs> weapon I'm holding here. I lay it down on the ground by the 
the mallet end. This was forged in the Soul Forge itself. With that sword you carry with you. Just look at it. This isn't made by a normal dwarf. He looks at it and instantly can see his face relax. My boy! And he comes over and he gives you like a big hug. <laughs> oh shit. And at first I'm like uh like nervous about it, and then like I start to tear up a little bit, and then I hug him back. I'm a little jealous because he doesn't know that he raises me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get a hug. He look he like leans back. I believe you. You have the look of my son. I believe that whatever reason you're here for is an important one. Why are you here, Tomar, my son? We weren't... We weren't prepared. We don't have enough knowledge on how to stop what's going on in our time. I don't even know how much you know about it, but... There's... There's... Evil beings planning to wreak havoc on the material plane and bring demons and death to the land and we're we think we're meant to stop it but we don't know we no one ever told us what were our purpose was and we found ourselves in a conflict of war and <sighs> strife for years moonreach is going to be destroyed in like 12 years or so and then we're on our own then and we have to find our own way. But we've been traveling for so long. We just need some direction. We, we're lost right now. We need to know how to stop it. And we we got visions that our parents came here. And they put something in this well. And from there, that set off this chain reaction of our lives. Like, we came to the, this this place as kids and we got trapped in another dimension for who knows how long. And we have powers now and we don't know what to do with them. And we know there's all these alternate dimensions where there's evil versions of us where we wreak havoc and we're trying to, we're trying to do the best we can. And we just need, we need guidance. He looks at- This is Pinwin, by the way. Hi, I am- None of you are my parents. I'm just kind of along for the ride. He looks at all of you very carefully, like with a very studious eye. I I understand that most of this is beyond my comprehension. I, d I don't know what we can do for you, but I'm I'm willing to make any attempt possible, Tomar. All right. What about the others? They're just, they're kind of, like, regarding you guys very carefully. Uh, Violet is still extremely suspicious. Her eyebrows are narrowed. She looks like she's itching to fight. Uh, Harkin seems very relaxed, and Zara seems as though she's, she's looking at Gorbel very, like, very seriously, but as if she's like trying to calculate what exactly is going on. I look over at Gorbel and I kind of like gesture with my head, like, 
<laughs> well, I was letting you guys have your moment. <laughs> Mom. Zara. You just put me in my... You just put me down in my room, in our home, and came over here. I know you put something in the wall. I don't know how else to convince you that I'm your daughter. I barely got to spend any time with you. What about the notebook? The journal? Shit, you're right. <laughs> That's a perfect way. <laughs> that doesn't prove that I'm her daughter. It just proves I'm a thief. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she probably has that journal on her possession still. That's true. Probably not. In so real now life. there's two. Also, I scrounge around in my bag. And I pull out her journal. She looks at it. I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. I don't recognize it. <laughs> show, her, show her the writing. I open it up and I show it to her. It's blank inside. Oh, uh, shit. Whoa. What the fuck? Tell me why me bullshit. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I reach into my pouch to get the... Uh, the stone that I pilfered off of <laughs> Mirror Luck. You hold it out. Is, looks, is it there? Does it exist? It, it exists, yes. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. She she looks at it. What purpose? How did you obtain that? That is mine. What is it? It's a, it's a notifier. It will. Uh, uh, well, if you if you have it and you and you don't know, I suppose, I, I shouldn't be telling you. Look, you are doing something today that is setting our future into motion, and we, we are the future. Like, we're there. The children just, are the future. <laughs> we have come back to figure out what is going on and how we can succeed. Let's start by maybe you guys explaining what's in the bag that you plan on dropping down this well and this what is, is this This is not an interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. We kind of we kind of came here to know specifically what you're doing right now. But if Gorm. this were an interrogation, <laughs> this would be different. Yeah, Will Gorm. doesn't have his dagger out yet. <laughs> Gorm looks at everyone. You know about the bag, but you don't know what's in it. No. Correct. We had, no. We seem to be lacking <laughs> pockets of information. We had a vision. We saw this happen. But we clearly weren't here at the time because we're all babies. We know that we you knew guys, it was important, we and know, everybody keeps telling us little bits and pieces of everything. So how about you guys start filling in all the gaps? We know we're that we're getting tired of getting half stories. We know that we just came. You guys just left from like a weird baby ceremony where you were showing off the babies, and then <laughs> you left them at in their baby Hiding homes, stuff in the floorboards, <laughs> and then yeah. Yeah, you hid stuff in your house, um, like, just now, and then came here. Gorm looks at you. I believe that you are Tomar. I, I do. The 
events that have transpired in the last little bit. It's confusing because it was confusing to us as well that you would suddenly show up here right when we were enacting what we've been asked to do. I mean, well, we picked the time. This wasn't random. We do not have the bag. We just dropped it down. It, Man, it that is was possible specifically that part of our fucking wish, those fucking pieces of shit moon people. <laughs> it's possible that you could retrieve it, but I don't know why you would. We are giving an offering to the one who sits on the throne of vines. What is it? An offering of what? We imbued part of ourselves into a gem in order to allow him to have our life force. He said that it was important to do in, in, in case the, the village was destroyed, which he indicated it might be. Was it a green gem? It was not a green gem. Was it a red gem? It was a red gem. Was it spherical? It was. Was it your belief that you would just survive no matter what? No. We knew he told us that we would not survive, but that it would ensure that our progeny would survive no matter what. Hmm. Harkin steps forward. I I think I can feel some of this. And he looks over at you, Willem. W- Willem, you are my son, correct? Correct. He looks, he like indicates with his eyes, but doesn't say anything over to Lagaya, who's standing there, your mother, and her belly is quite distended. I think that you'll come along in due time. He's, he kind of sounds like he's trying to like dance around a specific point in front of people, but I, I, I find a resonance here with you. You all have come here because of me, is that correct? No, not necessarily. Um, you part definitely of it. had. You're part you, of it. <laughs> a bit. You. Well, you kind of had markers along the way, so to say, that led us to this point, more or less. But we're not necessarily here now in this specific spot because of you. But you're definitely part of this, obviously. He. Seems to be, like, absorbing this information. Okay. Uh, All right. What... What am I doing in your timeline? Not much, unfortunately. Am I dead? Yes. You did a whole lot before you died, though. Left a lot of things. All of you were dead. And they all kind (gasps) of... You're dead, and you're dead. <laughs> no. I mean, dead. it's years I'm later, dead. you guys. Even it's not that long later, dude. They don't have to know that. None of them died 
well <laughs> at all. And I kind of nudged Tomar. And the progeny thing, that's a bunch of bullshit too, because Romar is also dead. So Gorm looks like extremely shocked by that. Who, who told you to do this? We were told by the the, the one man who... who sits on the vines. Okay. In our time, this is going to blow your minds, guys. In our time, Lewin is the new person sitting on the throne of vines. Lagaya, speaking for the first time, like, look, like looks completely, like, bewildered. Lewin is the one who sits on the throne of vines? I look over to Willem, like, maybe I should have let him say that. I don't know. She, she sacrificed like, herself so that we could all go on in her stead and try and stop this impending doom. She, like, kind of rests back against the well. Uh, I... Uh, this is this is a lot to take in. I understand that, but we're not really here to be sharing a bunch of information with you. We really desperately need information from you. Gorm looks at you guys. I assume it has to do with the pact that we made. Uh, yeah, that's sure. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah, that sounds important. Assume it has to do with any weird shit you guys were doing. You can leave out all the group love stuff, though. That's okay. <laughs> he, he looks very sad, and he looks at you kind of embarrassed, Tomar. We stumbled onto something. Something... Otherworldly, I c- cannot even tell you exactly what it is that we saw. It was a creature of untold horror, and it. If if you know anything about Gorm the Mighty, you know that I do not turn from any sort of battle. But this was something that I could not stomach. I could not stay near. It was filled, it filled me with such fear that I had to turn and run. And it is my greatest regret and my deepest shame that I ran from it. I don't know what I saw, but I know that our pact that we all made, and he looks at everyone, is likely why you are here. We made a pact to allow the seal in Moonreach to weaken in order to help the ancestry of Vildalin. So many people died because of that. So many people died, including you. Like, not there, but that conflict brought about your death eventually. All of you... Mine is a life worth giving for a good cause, Tomar. You should understand that. What is this cause? We are way worse off than we would have been. He closes his eyes and thinks. Something you were accustomed to him doing when you were a boy, when he was trying not to lose his temper. And he finally opens his eyes and breathes. There are things in this world, and though I dis—I do not 
disbelief that you are here from the future. You are here for answers. And one of those answers is that the things coming are much more dangerous than the things that have been. We set our party here in order to protect this land. The lineage of Verdlin, the heredity of Verdlin, is more important than anything else. This world, this country of ours, is a fractured and flawed thing controlled by a king that does not understand the plights of his people. He wars and he politicizes things that do not matter in the overall scheme. There is a greater danger in another plane that we must stop at all costs. The great adversary wishes to be released and the only way to stop him is by stopping this chrysalis from forming. How do you know all of this? We were told this by both the man who sits on the throne of vines and by my greatest friend who is gone from us now. But also Harkin has confirmed that this is the way. And Harkin nods. It is the way. We've known this. Mm -hmm. I have spoken. (laughs) Spoken? I don't know what information we have that we can give you, but I do know that this is the truest path. Do you have Moonreach's lineage stone? Not currently with us. I believe that is with Glee, the mayor. But Can you duplicate a lineage stone? I can. You can? I can, and I've done it before. Can you duplicate that one? What if we just take this one so that I never lose it in the first place? You would require the lineage stone, but that could throw the whole balance of everything off. Not in your time. Yeah, no, we we need the lineage stones to stop the chrysalis from forming. We need the lineage stones to be able to defeat the great adversary. Also, uh, you're aware that the bloodline of Veildalin is important. Do you know anybody in this time who's of the bloodline of Veildalin? Well, the the king and his offspring are the... The, uh, uh, the, uh, the bloodline of Fiddlin. The king isn't get, dead yet, right? N- no, he's not dead. Not not yet. Well, he's mega dead in the future. There aren't any, like, hidden princes or princesses amongst us that are and have ancestry or ancestors or uh, descendants of Veildalin? Well, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but... I would think that if you could find a blood lantern, you could probably discern who is and who isn't of royal blood. I'm sorry, what? Blood lantern? Hey, you, you, you want a me to give up lantern? blood for Lent? <laughs> a 
uh, a blood lantern. They you mean are... that thing? And I point to... Oh, <laughs> shit. I yeah. point to the satchel that is holding the blood lantern. <laughs> what? What? There are various lanterns in this world that indicate different types of blood. Well, I, do you know what they are? You must look at the symbol on the lantern in order to discern it. A family crest will usually be somewhere on it, if not prominent, sometimes hidden. But I don't understand what what you're talking about with Show the, the damn satchel. Lantern. It's not the satchel, it's what's in the satchel. Show him the damn lantern. Open open the satchel. Who's got the lantern? <laughs> who does? Doesn't Willem? I don't know. I no. thought Willem did. I but thought Willem who does? No. Who do- Originally, Herstag did, so yeah. whoever has it would be one of you guys. Penwin pulls it out of the bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at push it. Push around the bodies. <laughs> I do not dare touch that, for I don't know what... Could possibly happen if touch I touch it with your eyes. I'm, I'm, I am looking, but where's the symbol usually at on these things? And what is if this? It's not prominently displayed. It would be somewhere hidden on it, perhaps <laughs> inside of it, or a secret catch. Do Investigate. You know the, do you know the significance of the raven symbol? The raven symbol. We've is, seen it on a lot of stuff. That's the symbol of the Raven Queen. It's also a, a, a is that someone we should know? Family symbol. They're related to the pigeon queen. <laughs> the coolest family. I rolled a twenty-four for investigation to find the symbol on the lantern. Nice. Okay, you kind of, you're while he's talking, you're looking at the lantern and you see that there is a um, small marking, like it looks like a like a, almost an indent up near the top where you might hang it. Mm-hmm. The, the little, like, circular hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it could be manipulated somehow. Diddle it. Twist it. Bop it. Flick Pull it. it. Twist it. Burn it. It might, it might need Burn something it. small to... Put use. your wiener in it. <laughs> it, might, it might need something small to, like, slide into that slot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. <laughs> I'm for clumps. Yeah. Just exasperation. Do you have um, a lock picking kit? You do. I mean, I am a lock picking kit. <laughs> Pick that lantern. Is that for real what's happening? Is it a lock? It looks well, like I mean, a lock. Oh, Jesus. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Google just talked to us. Looks like a hole that you could put something small in. Cool. Um, I picked the fuck out of that lock. All right. You're able to, <laughs> after a moment, pop it open. I popped and it and a, locked it. He popped it and locked it. You popped it, unlocked it. Popped it and, and locked it and put it in your pocket. On the... <laughs> as it pops open, the sword symbol of the crown of Arngrim is revealed on the popped open section. 
didn't the lantern do some weird shit? Like it lit up when some of us held it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't then, it light up when and then held it? the world around you starts to no, fade. No, no, no. no, no. What the, the fuck? And everyone, your family members, look at you as if you were like something in, insane is happening. They like reach out to you and suddenly. All of us? Yes, all of you guys are suddenly on a plane of pure black rock. What the fuck? This is what... The sky is dark. Black rock like a fucking lost episode. This is what Seth meant by uh, look at our stuff more. <laughs> yep. Mm. Fucking... And you guys are suddenly a waste, or away from where you previously were. It's you, Willem, you, Gorbel, you, Pinwin, you, Tomar, and... You, Miraluk, standing on this black, blank rock somewhere that you've never been before. This is some strange plane. The air around you feels slightly thicker, more humid than normal. Oh, shit. Is this the, the Diablo lamp from Final Fantasy VIII? Do we have to fight <laughs> Diablo to get him as a summon now? I'm so in. That'd be dope. <laughs> uh, so in. Uh, it's called Guardian Force, so... <laughs> So you got, but nothing else is happening at the moment. Oh, you asshole! Stop sending us to random planes. Um, I'm so sick of this. Didn't it light <laughs> up when Gorble held the lantern? Who, yeah, before? can we remember who it lit up for? Not I think me. It was me. Psycho, Psycho, Herstag, and Gorble. And yeah. it, they thought it was just because of magic before. It was a magical blood. Just magical blood, not that's what barn the blood. that's what the uh, your identify indicated. Oh shit! Was Herstag like an actual like descendant of a king? Oh man! Is Gorbel a descendant? Hand me the lamp. I mean I now. Gorbel the lamp. We know that the Zyko, lamp lights up. Zyko's now ruling. Well, yeah, ruling sheep hair. <laughs> Gorbel, you feel a warmth in the book that you were holding out <gasps> it's suddenly the pages start <laughs> flipping and like we're <laughs> Willem we're fucking, we're no. fucking Willem. stupid we're, we're gonna stupid. get good we're stuff stupid. we're stupid for never Willem, the, the gem that you s- lifted off of uh, Miralux suddenly starts glowing <laughs> holy shit Garble's fucking and light <laughs> light starts hitting the book it starts shining off of the gem and hits the book and suddenly it's no longer blank words appear holy is it the same boring shit that was in there the first time we read it (laughs) all it said before was inventory now what's it say but now there's a lot more (gasps) like what the irony of (laughs) Gorbel not being able to read what it says is I can read (laughs) (laughs) Would someone like to read the pages yeah. on the book? Yeah. Yes, Let's please. read it together. I am overcome Popcorn. by this insane feeling right now. Please, somebody read off. I, I, can, I can do it. I let don't me know, Gorbel. I feel like let you should read it. read it. Like it was meant for you to. No, read I'll, read the I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. Penwin, I fucking smite thee. <laughs> She's feeling Penwin. emotional. Oh, and I want to know what's in and what's in. I can't even see right now. I am so... Oh, let, let me take it, Gorbel. I'll help you. Okay. 
So. Read it, Pinwin. Ready? <laughs> We're ready now. What are you okay. waiting for, you halfling? I'm so sorry. I was just reading it in my head first. <laughs> okay. Inventory list. So we still have that. Day 41 of spring 358, coronation date. 23 starfire rubies, 11 silver bars, 8 gold bars, 150... Yeah, that thing. Um, oh. What? What? I didn't. I was. That was just the first page. So read that was like. It. Oh, you want me to keep reading? Yes, There's multiple pages. Read it. Don't leave anything out. Okay. For eight gold bars. Sake. 150 copper. 115 copper bars. Nine calipers. Six hammers. Sixteen sapphires. Two hundred eighty-six moonstones. Um. Day sixty of spring two fifty-eight coronation date. Do you think it's possible to love two people at once? Mm. That's not inventory. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> is this, wait, was this a separate thought? Or um, next page. Property. Next page, but it seems, yeah, they took a right turn. Okay, go okay. ahead. Yeah, this has got to get juicy. Okay, I've been asking myself this question for some time now, but I'm not sure what I've come to as far as an answer. One can devote themselves to a person and love them fiercely and unendingly, but I wonder if when a new feeling erupts, confusing though it is, if that's not just a passion fancy or if it's truly something worth taking a look at. I find myself seeing her face in my dreams. I hardly ever dreamed before. Who is this? That's, it didn't say that. That was my brain. Sorry. And now I find that my nights are filled with her beautiful features. How sweet. Captivating blue eyes that I see to the very foundation of me. Pale periwinkle hair like some enchanting river goddess. Her laugh, by the gods, such a musical sound. I search for her face in crowds, and her eyes always find me, and my heart begins to roar with the flames of longing. How can someone so different from myself create this warmth in my chest? I don't know how to process this, but I know that if I keep finding myself in positions to see her, this is troubling. But oh, how I want to be troubled by her. Wow, he really likes her. Next page. Do you want me to keep going? Yes. Yes! <laughs> oh, just checking. Okay. Day 39 of summer 358 coronation date. Today was a day like none other. I'm practically in my youth again, smiling all the five long... Oh, sorry. <laughs> the font. <laughs> all the live long day. Like some love-struck pup. <laughs> <laughs> it's mortifying and so revitalizing. At the same time, the memory of her lips against mine will carry me through the rest of my life if I never see her again. I was so overjoyed that on the way home I saw a field of wildflowers and I skipped through them. Oh, he's skipping. Fun. And I possibly cheating? Mm -hmm. uh, Keep going. I actually fucking skipped. What an old fool I've become. I'm conflicted with so many wonderful and awful emotions. Shame is preeminent. How can I face my family after this? How could I ever face Rosh? What can I do to quell this raging guilt? I'm a face stupid who? man. Rosh? R-O-S-H? Rosh. Does that name ring any bells for us? It does not. Okay. Sounds like he is cheating, though. Wow. But at least, like, it's pretty spicy stuff. <laughs> wow. I'm going to keep going. Day 48 of summer 358, coronation date. I remember the first time I ever laid eyes on her. It would have been 54 or 55. I had just returned from an adventure beyond the Shattered Isles. Such a long journey on a boat. 
Nothing but miles of ocean ahead of me and below me, and the rickety what of a rocking ship the only thing keeping me from its depth. I hate the goddamn sea. The monsters we fought out there were, ah, but I suppose that doesn't matter now. I was returning to my home, to Moonreach. I hadn't seen her rolling hills and peach orchards in almost 15 years, and not much had changed. I had made some of my closest com yep, companions on that adventure, but only Rosh, Gal, and I returned. I'd been glad for that, at least. The others would be missed, but Rosh Gal was my oldest and dearest friend, so it's Rosh Gal. It's one name put together. And anyway, the two of us will die in battle together, that's for damn sure. We arrived in Stiltide early in the morning. We rode the horses hard for two days and arrived back at Moonreach midday. Rashkal was silent as we neared the village. The journey was hardest for him. He'd lost his sister at the frozen Kreistemir Tower. She was a ferocious warrior, but she had sacrificed herself to make sure the rest of us got out safely at the tower fell. I felt for him. Losing a loved one was never easy, as I knew too well. I'd always promised the two of them a place in Moonreach, but... Well, I knew it would have to be just him now. The moment we entered the gates, I saw her. She was like the sun, one of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen in my life, and there she was, leaning against a fence post, charming the pants off of some human. She must have arised, arrived at Moonreach while I'd been gone, which wasn't hard to imagine. Fifteen years will see a lot of new faces, even in a village as small as Moonreach. She smiled as I arrived, and the crowd poured in. Everyone was there to greet us! My lovely family, they must have been there as well. I remember Rastadon slapping me on the back and grabbing me into a hug. That memory shouldn't be so hazy, but I'm afraid to admit that it was. But now my memory of her that will forever be etched into my mind. It wasn't long before I found myself meeting this enchanting young woman, calling herself Zara. Mm. A lovely name that was almost as lovely as she who bore it. I met her uncle, too, a hard-looking man by the name of Fennec. Uncle. Aww. Of course, now I know all too well who Fennec really is, but even at the time, I knew that he was not who he professed to be. A steel-gaze man claiming to be a stable hand. Warcarag's dick! You've got a sense for kindred spirits, and with one look, I knew that Fennec had seen his fair share of battle, but I didn't press him. A man like that has got a reason to say things he says and be who he wants to be without some loudmouth dwarf running it for him. I learned that Zara had moved to Moonreach a few years after I'd left and had recently returned herself after being gone for almost five years. She'd left to pursue glory and had achieved it. She came back as a highly ranked member of the Companions Guild. Learning that had set my mind into very unseemingly places. Of course, Moonreach's finest were too far removed from the sort of world where companions are commonplace, and they believed her to be a simple prostitute. It didn't bother Zara, though. No, she delighted everyone she encountered, despite the reservations. The whole village seemed ensnared by her natural charm. I was captivated by her as well, but so was Rashgal. I'm so sorry for what happened to you, my old friend. Ooh. No. Are you ready? Jesus. Oh my god, yes! Oh, okay, keep going. <laughs> Day one of autumn, 358, coronation date. I dreamt of Rush again. I dreamt of the night that he was ripped from us. The battle in the void. If it hadn't been for Harkin, we might have all died there. 
Lagaya's Zara Violet. Whatever that creature was, it was something unnatural, claiming to be benevolent while lulling us into its trap. <laughs> Wait, what did I? <laughs> what did I say? You said benevolent. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping it. <laughs> well, I stand well, by it. <laughs> while lulling us into its trap, I can still smell the scent of the flowers as they turned against us in that place. Harkin has abilities greater than any of us. I'm not sure who he really is, but he is not some simple soldier. Someday I will find the key to opening the void chamber again so that I might rescue Rosh, but each time I search the ruins, I find nothing but the rotting stone. Zara was inconsolable. I did not blame her. Rosh had become her husband, and now she had to raise the unborn child alone. That was how it began. I consoled her for both our sakes, and when the child was born, I and the others began to help raise the girl. Zara named her after Rashgal's sister, the one who had sacrificed herself at the tower. She named her Gorbel, and oh. she embodied both of her parents in her countenance. In her countenance. Woof. The villagers would ask if she was a half-orc, as most did not know what Rosh truly was. It seemed easier to say yes than to get technical, so Gorbel will know herself as a half-orc, and that will be that. Last page. What? Ready for last page? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. This is thrilling. Day 19 of Frost 358 Coronation Day. I have another son. Bergamo? Bergamo? Is that how you say it? Bergamot? Bergle Bergamo? Bergamot. 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 What, which one? Backgammon. Bergamot. Wait, who is Bergamot? We know that, right? That's my mom's name. Oh, yes. okay. But the, 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 not the same person, right? Say it again. I have another son. Bergamot birthed a sturdy little dwarf. <gasps> He's a handsome lad with a big, gigantic head like his pappy. Is this Gorm's diary? He's called Pomar. <laughs> I'm sure he will grow to befriend Gorble, as well as the other young children in the village, Smoozog, Beldan, and Lewin. And Lagaya is soon to be born second child. Grow up strong, Tomar Iron Fist. Bring glory to the Iron Fist clan and do something great with your life. Not like your old fool of a father. This was a joyous day, but also horrible. I witnessed something so awful that my flesh began to crawl out there in the wood tonight. I will never forget the memory and it is permanently etched into my mind's eye. I cannot ever betray the words that were in its happened. Whose journal is this? I feel like you should have read it. Seems kind of relevant to you. Whose journal is this? There are two that, possibilities right now, I feel like. There and one no of them is fucking insane. <laughs> uh, do tell. Are we actually is this, related? Is, this your dad? is Mandoran <laughs> all our dads? That'd be Did Mandoran fun. fuck everybody? Whoa. Seth? Oh my god. And that's where we're going to end for oh, the oh, Son of a bitch! Oh, no! What was one? an identity crisis. He totally could have banged Pinwin's mom to <laughs> in the fucking road. Oh, baby! Through Moonreach! What a whore! Oh, my God! Wow! And to think he was just a janitor. Man, Warren. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can have a boon for that. Yes. What oh am I? <laughs> that, that was really good, Billy. Wow. <laughs> Man whore. All right, let's. Uh, why the fuck do I look like an orc? <laughs> Tell you, me you why you guys don't, do. though, because you're all blue and shit. It's weird. Oh my god, wow. what if it's just like a fucking spell <laughs> and you just fucking Shrek out? <laughs> 
<laughs> so mirror lung. <laughs> Holy, holy All right, tell shit. me why you guys each deserve five boon. Oh, uh, well, it was my idea for to having our childhoods ruined. <laughs> it was my idea to send us to the past. That is yeah, good. That was good. Um, Pinwin did the modify memory on me. Uh, fucking ugh. round Mirror one luck. of yes. many. Fucking doing one of the coolest moves I've ever done in my entire D&D career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and rolling a nat 20 on <laughs> fucking pickpocketing an arch And then like us. In front of three moon gods. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but you know what? I'll always allow it. I know. I Honestly, I got to the point where it was like, it's, it's the time of night that it is. I'm fucking tired. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> and it totally paid off. <laughs> and it's easily one of the coolest things that I've ever done. And, and then I'm happy about it. All of us talking to our relatives. Um, this <laughs> whole time, I... Uh, <laughs> he was my dad too, me. The whole time? The whole time? It would have been funny at the end of the book if it was like, oh, by the way, like a couple years back, I shagged a halfling in a cart. <laughs> 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 Probably unrelated. <laughs> Probably inconsequential. <laughs> Put my Whoa. dick wherever I can. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. indeed. Whoa. All right. So let's vote on tonight's MVPC. Wait, I'll give you guys a moment. Do we all get five boon? Yeah, y'all get five boon. Yeah. God damn. I was not ready for that. What a twist, Seth. Yeah. I feel like you guys, I'll send it to all of you guys, but I feel like there's some stuff I'm in gonna, there. That, I'm going to read it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I feel like there's yeah. some stuff in there that you guys should all read and maybe f- glean your own detail from. Yeah. yeah. My comprehension isn't as good when I read out loud, so I'll have to reread it. <laughs> but all I, right. I caught the big stuff. You guys ready to vote? Who is who? So, Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. I'll give you an additional moment, since it looks like Gorbel's struggling here. I got it. Okay. On the count of three, raise the amount of fingers indicating the person that you want to give MVPC for. One, two, three, vote! All right, so we've got three votes for Willem... And one vote for Tomar. Willem, why'd you vote for Tomar? Uh, he had the Back to the Future idea that I fucking love. Uh, we were we were thinking very linear, linearly, and uh, just kind of like end goal right now, kill what we can, <laughs> kind of thing. Like using mm-hmm. it as almost like a bam card to just eliminate something. And then Tomar had the best fucking idea. To go back in time and talk to our parents. So, fucking rad. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Uh, Gorba, why'd you vote for Tomar? She I voted didn't. for Willem. Sorry, <laughs> Gorba, why'd you vote for Willem? I'm sorry. Because no, 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 no. I get it. It's okay. It's the Tomar <laughs> show. <laughs> he flawlessly executed stealing that stone, which I feel we need feel like it's important. Yeah, we couldn't have figured all that out without that piece of this, too. All right. Penwin, why'd you vote for Willem? 
Same thing. That was super cool. Even though I didn't, I heard it <laughs> after the fact, but that sounded super awesome and it was super important for us figuring out all this other stuff. So, Pinwin and Mira Luck were on well, the same wavelength. They were just sort of like, like what is yeah. going on? <laughs> Even though Pinwin had totally I been had there. I had already before. been there. <laughs> it was still cool. <laughs> Tomar, why'd you vote for Willem? Well, on top of that super clutch moment, um, I liked. Willem in the past because he's already kind of experienced this kind of shit so he's also kind of tired of it in a way and he mm. was like just like just give us the shit we're here for <laughs> uh quit fucking around quit jerking us off and he was much more cold to his past daddy than we all were so I thought that was a unique role-playing moment Nice. Yes, yeah, I I would agree. Uh, all right, that means tonight's MVPC is Willem Valtel. Take your five points of experience and uh, maybe warm yourself up inside. I don't want any experience. I'll take the boon though. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, five points I'm of a boon. Big dick prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is it for tonight's episode. Hopefully those of you listening were just as <laughs> bewildered as my players seem to be. Um, <laughs> I will, uh, I, I will, I'm going to request that you all read through that very carefully because there are some things in there that you may not have picked up on, but um, we can also post it to our website. That way those of you listening can also glean you know, whatever detail you would like from it. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And thanks to all of you listeners. We really appreciate it. We had our best month ever this month. And uh, we're still recording here in March. This is going to be an April episode, but just know you guys have uh, just absolutely exceeded expectations and just knocked it out of the park. So we really appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep liking and subscribing to stuff. Keep commenting on things. We'd love to see those comments. I'm Every time I see the word bodega posted on any of our social media stuff, it just fills me with a sense of... Uh, arousal. Well, usually, yeah, arousal, <laughs> but also I kind of feel like I have to go to the bathroom. So it's... It's, <laughs> it's kind of like climbing the rope in gym class. <laughs> or like, exactly. Or when you wake up in the morning and you kind of, you know, you got to pee, but it's also a little, you know... Anyway... <laughs> what? Nothing. Continue. Don't listen to that. Uh, listen to me. Patreon. Um, <laughs> yes, check out our Patreon, please. We love it when you make us warlocks, so please continue to do that. Uh, check out our tiers. We have a bunch of cool shit that you can possibly uh, gain for uh, donating money. And uh, yeah, just keep listening. That's the best part. We uh, and we love interacting with you guys. So listen, interact with us. It's all going to be good. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Who's my dad? Is he my dad, too?
Tomar. Well, I already kind of answered. With the Answer note. the question. I did. You went out of turn. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> End chat. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now, dipshit? <laughs> he said to the endless void. <laughs> yeah, I I'm still you. recording. <laughs> can we pause for a second so I can burp him for real? Sure. Yep. A glowing blue symbol. And you're watching as Tomar and Gorble are throwing clumps of dirt at each other. Which episode are you listening to? The wrong one. Yeah, the one that, the one that we're talking about is uh, the one that I haven't finished editing yet that isn't even out. Oh, for real? Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> I forgot about our dirt throwing. I was imagining Jitterbug playing. <laughs> boop, boop. Jitterbug into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the scene from Zoolander, but instead of gas, it's yes. dirt. <laughs> uh, That's the second fucking Zoolander reference today. Uh, can you read that off? My spell? No, your butthole. Well, your I wasn't butthole. sure if you were talking. <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking to me. The conviction. 